cheaper than rehab. Mimosas with friends. <laughs> Target dollar section. Sitting on the front porch with your best friend under blankets. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. Cheaper than rehab. Hey, everyone. Hi. Welcome to uh, another fun-filled episode, episode of Cheaper, cheaper than, than Rehab. I purposely stopped just so we wouldn't be in sync. No, we have to be in sync. Ready? One, two, three. Cheaper, cheaper than, than Rehab. rehab. <laughs> we practice that sometimes. Sometimes. And sometimes, sometimes it's just organic. Sometimes. It just comes from yeah, our soul. From our soul. Yeah. I'm loving our new setup in our little studio. It does feel more natural. Yeah, it does. It gives us a little more breath. Yeah, I think one of the things that has been really great about this whole process is just how every week we just do something different. Right. To make it better. Well, I mean, we're taking everyone along the ride, right? Yes. Like, hey, two dum-dums just bought some podcast equipment and wanted to figure (laughs) out what they could do with it. Okay, so fun fact, the very first episode that Fallon and I um, were like, hey, we're going to just plug all this stuff in see how it works Mm -hmm. and we were so excited and we were like oh my gosh we're so funny we are that's all we kept telling people we are so funny we are so hilarious we are hilarious but then we played it we were so excited we put our headphones on and I was like oh I can hear you in this ear and she's like oh I can hear you in this ear and we were so excited and then we played it back and Cody who is our producer slash my child um, but he's a, he's brilliant, right? He's brilliant with sound and music and with the stuff with the stuffs. He was like, um, "Y'all only recorded in one ear each," <laughs> and so the playback of an hour and a half podcast was Fallon in the left ear. Where right. was surround sound? What, what was it? Bi- binaural those those beats? Yes, where they they boop, go back boop, and forth. Ba- boop, boop, boop. That's exactly what it was. So our entire first episode. There's gold out there that you all will never hear because that episode was recorded so badly. But when I tell you, we're so funny. Actually, if you go on our Instagram at Cheaper Than Rehab. Mm -hmm. Oh, the the two clips that I put up of Michael Jackson and Will Smith are from that episode. (laughs) So don't listen to it in your headphones. because (laughs) Wait, wait. My friend Danielle messaged me last night on Instagram. Yeah. And she was listening to one of the clips that you had posted. And she was like, LMFAO, not mixed girl shit. And I was like, I was like, wait a second. Do you remember that? I didn't. So I was like, what? What did I do? So I went back and I listened to the clip. And it was how I used to get um, it was your Tiger t- Beat and Teen Bop and all my. <laughs> yeah. You said mixed girl shit. I'm getting all of my. Uh- Y'all, the code switching is real. <laughs> it's not. It's not a theory. It's, it's a practice. <laughs> No, it's not even a practice. It just comes from my soul. Yes. You just know. Yeah, you just know. You just know. It's like spidey sense or... Mixed people problems. Mixed, pe- mixed people problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have a question for you. Can what? I ask you a question? What's up? If... Here's my question. <laughs> if you had a warning label, if you had a warning label, what would it say? Tiff, don't set me up like this. <laughs> Like, my parents know the podcast is coming out. <laughs> God, you, you know me. You know how my mind turns. So uh, my warning label is uh, spontaneously breaks out in prayer. <laughs> That's my warning label. May pray for you when you're not expecting it. <laughs> um, what would your warning label be? Don't make Tiff, it's too... All right, let me write down the mark so I know. <laughs> just in case we have to... Just in case we have to delete. You, Tiff, you knew I was going to say slippery when what? <laughs> <laughs> you knew it. You set me up. We can't do this show. <laughs> if you're going to make me some sort of slutty pariah... <laughs> Off rip. That was not my intention. <laughs> I was seriously. Cuidado. Seriously, like, this is a great question for self awareness. <laughs> there are a few things that I have 
that I'm more aware about than others. That might be one of them. Shout out to all the PKs out there. For real, for real. Hey. (laughs) I feel like this entire process has been the warning label that we got yesterday when we were trying to register our Apple ID and it was like, oops, something something went wrong. wrong. (laughs) Oh, oh, there. Yeah, that that would be the other warning label. <laughs> the other warning label. <laughs> no, my mine would be uh, caution makes frequent stops. Makes frequent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I that, could. That's like that's deep though. You know me. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, I just want to. I just want to say this. Yeah. I walked in the house this morning. Yeah. I had something on my heart. Yes. And I am so, you were just amazing. Like, girl, bye. We know that we, because when we record, we're always on a time, like a super time restricted schedule, right? Because this bitch got to go get her kids. Because my kids, right? Dang. I can't Uber my kids from school. So, um, but I walked in and Tiff was like, no, heart to heart. This is Mm -hmm. friendship stuff. She didn't glance at the clock. She didn't. Nope. There was no rush. It was, fuck this pod, or fork this podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. And that was deep. And I love you. And I love you too. Mm-hmm. I love you too. Because that's what, if we never got to this recording today, that would have been fine. Oh, I, it still would have been a win for me. Because yeah. I feel it a doesn't million matter. percent better. Good. And I'm glad. I have some stuff to share with other people. Good. You're just like a wealth. Oh, of wisdom it's just it's just your cup runneth over trauma <laughs> what's what's your warning label tip my warning label oh yeah um um needs batteries um batteries not included <laughs> batteries not, some assembly required <laughs> uh, wait i got one for you okay tip. tell me choking hazard <laughs> That would be, oh, never mind. Not for small children. (laughs) (sighs) Sorry, Coco. (laughs) Hashtag, sorry, Cody. (laughs) We'll get another producer when we make more money, I promise. You won't have to hear us. Must hang out to dry. we'll get another producer we'll just have to pay him more money <laughs> to hear his mother you this is okay. this is this is cody's origin story his villain origin story <laughs> it is, absolutely i had to hear my mom and my cousin talk about man it was dark. shit i should have never heard <laughs> things i can't unhear <laughs> oh, i'm so glad we have so much self-awareness <laughs> we should record on fridays more we should there's just an air of fork it yeah the there's yeah i think it's just i think on yeah because we normally don't record on fridays we don't we record usually on tuesdays or thursdays mm-hmm. yeah there's something about fridays though like because the, it's it's the antithesis yeah. of monday yeah so the vibe yeah, monday has friday's the exact opposite isn't that crazy though that's crazy for me because I work the most on the weekends. Yeah. And so. As most, you know, business owners who are yeah, running it. Yeah. Like I work. I don't really ever. If I take a day off, it's Monday. Yeah. Monday is my day off. Monday is my day off too. Yeah. Monday is the hardest day of the week for me. But it's also the one, um, you know, because the kids are at school. You know, Bill goes back to work. So that's my time to go. <gasps> breathe yeah funny enough like even when i'm like working out and like trying to meal prep and stuff mondays are my cheat day because they're the hardest day of the week so it's like my reward for surviving yeah Yeah. we're just like dogs give us chocolate and we'll behave (laughs) give us wine well i i've transitioned right like i don't have cheat days anymore it's like a cheat life i just (laughs) i just eat with the fork i want when i want cheat life the cheat life Okay, what are we talking about today, Tiff? What are we talking about? Self-awareness. If you couldn't tell, 
we are probably the most self-aware people that you'll probably ever hear. <laughs> I mean, just, just, wow. The emotional intelligence over here is just... Next level. Next level. I mean, we're just, we're so familiar with all our trauma. <laughs> really familiar with everybody else's trauma, even if they aren't. We're just, we're just killing it. So, I <laughs> think... I think that there are two people that are self-aware. Mm-hmm. There are the people that are self-aware who are like, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I know what to do with that. And I'm going to own it. And I'm going to move forward. Right. And then there's Channing Tatum. <laughs> which is the whole reason <laughs> that we're here today having this conversation. This is kind of what brought right. in last week's podcast. I know you listened. Right. We did a magazine read and we were talking about Channing Tatum and how he tries to be the sexy guy, but he's really the goofball and he doesn't own the goofball. So it makes the sexy come off right. creepy and awkward. Did I say creep? No, it's not you creepy. You didn't say creepy. It comes off what? like? I think for you, it's just... It's, try hard. Yeah, it's a little... It's a little cumbersome for him. Yes. <laughs> right. Instead of just being like, hey, I'm kind of this goofy, like, fun guy. And I'm cute, too. And I'm this good. He, like, hi, I'm smoldering and sexy. And, like, if you look through the magazine, that's all you saw. These pictures of him, like, all serious. And, like, look at me. I'm sexy. And you're like, mm, are you, though? You know? Right. So just kind of this whole conversation around, like, not having self-awareness. Right. And what is that and what does that look like? And and there are people. There are people that don't have it. Mm-hmm. There are people that <clears throat> do have it. Right. And learn from it and grow from it. And then there are the people that are like the vegans and the CrossFitters <laughs> who have it. And they have to tell everybody that, hi, I do CrossFit and I have self-awareness. Well, I think that one is more of an identity crisis, right? Oh, Those yeah, people yeah. who just make their hobbies or their jobs or their x factor in their life their entire personality Mm -hmm. right we all know those people but i'm sitting here listening to you and i'm wondering like do we come off as less self-aware of assessing the awareness of others (laughs) right and that was the cheaper than rehab podcast for today i'm (laughs) thanks for coming by thanks for coming by we don't know what we're doing bye (laughs) Well, do you see yourself as self-aware too? Um, I do. Yeah, I do. I don't. I'm. I mean, I know I, I wasn't mm-hmm. <laughs> at one point in my life, mm-hmm. especially. Um, I think it comes with age, or it can come with age. Mm-hmm. I don't think it always does, but I think it can. I think you have more opportunity for it as you get older because you've been on this earth longer, right? And so you have more opportunity to really take the time and get to know you and you're in different seasons so all that to say in my 20s blissfully underwear (laughs) blissfully (laughs) i just had no idea right why i did what i did i just knew what i needed you just had to do it just had to do what i had to do to get what i needed i really wanted to do it right Mm -hmm. i think i don't know i think one of the most disappointing parts of becoming an adult is realizing how many grown ass babies there are. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. It was I really I remember being a kid and being like I know that a lot of the the drama and the things that I'm going through with people, you know, interpersonally, not <laughs> I'm still the same hot mess on the inside, but for outside. Real, real. Mm-hmm. Um I just thought that they would fade with time when we all got older and we became grown-ups and we didn't That's not the case. Mm-mm at all i'm also learning that childhood is lasting longer you know that you know before it was like childhood was like 18 you know 18 19 maybe 20 you're kind of becoming an adult and now it's like oh no you're a child until you're 27 facts like i literally think that you should have to see a pediatrician until you're 25 (laughs) No well, boys for sure, men for sure. Oh yeah, because it's been proven that their brains are not fully developed until they're twenty-five. No, n- I don't think men should get married until they're twenty-five, at least. Bill and I got married a month after he turned twenty-three, and he jokes all the time about how I helped raise him. 
He's like, you're you're like my stepmom. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> it's a whole other set of videos. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like. I'm gonna have to create like. A dummy podcast for like my parents. No, I think we're just gonna have to put that in the in the description. Yeah, well, you know what? Though? Not suitable for parents. Here, here's the thing, and I'm even turned off by myself right now. I'm a 35 <laughs> year old woman, right, with three kids who pays taxes and and does all the things, and I'm still talking about mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mom and dad are gonna hear this. But truth be told, my mother could look me in my eye and ask me about my sex life and I'd be like I don't know what you're talking about I don't have sex oh <laughs> what's that what's that? <laughs> <sighs> I digress so what made you self-awareness <laughs> what made me self-aware trauma trauma <laughs> do you feel like trauma no is the only way to no, breed self-awareness no I'm just kidding like I think that so for me there were certain instances that happened in my life right. that brought me to a different level of self-awareness, right? There's the um, the fact that I I am a high school dropout, right? I did not finish high school. At, well, I got my GED, went straight to college. Um, high school wasn't for me. It was very challenging, very difficult for me. I was in a very dark emotional place and just couldn't get through it. And so... You know, there's learning in that going at 17 straight into college without all of the prom experience and walking the stage experience and all like I didn't have all that. I don't regret it. That's not something that I feel like I missed out in my life. It's just was not something for me. But you go into a world where you're raising your hand and asking to go to the restroom to a college campus where I was in a in a a survey psychology survey class and there was like 500 people in my class right they didn't know if I was there or not like if I walked out they weren't gonna be like Missy where do you think you're going you need a hall pass like you know so there's okay so I have to learn there and then I you know have kids and then I get married and then I get divorced like all of those things lend to an opportunity to look inwardly right and ask yourself how did I get here Right. And I think that that's such a good self-awareness question. Like, how did I get here to this point in my life? Wow. Whether it's positive or negative. How did I How did I get this job? Right. What did I do to contribute to getting to this job? Like, And so I think that there's just all of these very critical moments in our life that bring us to a place. And I had several of, you know, several of those. Right. And I know that I will continue to have, I hope that I continue to have them. Mm-hmm. Um, but self-awareness is useless if you don't do anything with it. <laughs> well, I, I, it's interesting because you were just like all of these events in my life, whether positive or negative, and I'm like, wow, I have, I rarely think of self awareness from a positive standpoint, mm. right? How being aware, like, hey, I, you know, maybe I did get lucky, and I should share that with other people, like, hey, you know, don't beat yourself up because you don't look like me. I was born six three. And I right. looking like a supermodel, you know what I mean? That that's a kind of positive self awareness mm-hmm. where you, I don't know if it's positive, but that is a positive yeah, self awareness, right? Like you know, I know what I look like, but I just want to let you know that this, I'm just you know, supermodels are freaks of nature, right? Right. Like, well, yeah. well, <clears throat> we would say that with Zach when right. my my youngest son was an elite basketball player for years, and like there were some kids that it was like you will never be that right like i love you and you can work hard and you can go d1 and you can do all these things but you will not you are not the high flying dunking from half court michael jordan kind of player right that's not who you are you are physically not created that way right right that's a self-awareness thing Right. right to be able to say okay (laughs) <laughs> not capable of that right but what can i do what can i do right what can i develop where where can i be better where how can i be a better person right right and so and that's that's in a positive light another thing is in a positive light is like self-awareness is like figuring out things that you enjoy doing right yeah you know like <laughs> i i enjoy podcasting right who would have who would have thunk you know right. self-awareness doesn't have to be like you're trash you should you should probably stop making bad decisions. Right. Put the crack pipe down. 
<laughs> put that sandwich down. <laughs> no, we'll never put our sandwich. Never, down. not me, girl. No. You know that. Sammy's for life. For life. <laughs> yes. Do you consider yourself self-aware? I think I am too self-aware. Oh, okay. Explain. Because um, when we were kind of mapping out our, our our topic yesterday, I went home and I was just like. I think there's a thing of too much self-awareness, mm-hmm. almost to the point where um, you start to obsess over not just how you view yourself, but how other people view mm. you, right? Um, Do you think that that's what caring about what other people think is self-awareness or a lack of self-awareness? That's a good question. I think caring about what other people think can be um it can be both i think it can be both i think it can be both i think you might you know understand how you come off and worry about how people might take Uh you and then you might not understand why people react to you the way you do yeah (laughs) because you're you're not self-aware so yeah it can be both but i definitely think i'm too self-aware too self-aware yeah yeah and it it, you know it's well i think that self-aware is different than self-involved. What's the difference? To me, self-awareness is learning who I am Mm -hmm. versus self-involvement, which is constantly being concerned with myself. Oh. Okay. I think I'm, I I still think I'm too self-aware. Okay. Yeah, I think um, I think I am. I think when you're too self-aware, I think you get stuck in your head. Yeah. You get stuck in your head. You have a tendency to ruminate, or at least me. I, uh-huh. I ruminate um, because I'm so terrified of making the wrong decisions. And mm. I'm so terrified of um, of passing on some of the things that I've internalized that I'm sure. that I'm desperately trying to get rid of mm-hmm. I'm terrified of passing that on to my children or projecting it onto my husband or my friends or uh-huh. so um it can be isolating sure when when all you see is yourself yeah that, and that's how I definitely how I feel sometimes yeah but um that's not to say that being self-aware hasn't positively benefited me as well. Sure. Um, definitely. Because it should, when you have a sense of self-awareness, it should catapult you into a new place or a new season. Right. Or it should take you out of a situation or a thought process or a behavior that's not good for you. Right. 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 So, you know learning why you do what you do i Mm -hmm. think is a big learning your why right in every circumstance in every situation right like why do you do this why do you do that how do you deal with the because i i can think of six people off the top of my head that are totally not (laughs) self-aware totally not self-aware you know what i mean ignorance is bliss ignorance is bliss ignorance is bliss ignorance is dangerous Mm -hmm. especially with people like that i see so much of that in the twitter verse oh when you flip through the twitter verse just like this i think that's that's why like in our world there's so much polarization right now Mm -hmm. is because people have no awareness do you argue with people on the internet, Tiff? I want to so bad. Ooh. Sometimes I do. <laughs> you do? Sometimes I don't. Ar- yeah. Sometimes I'll drop comments here and there. Mm-hmm. But I have had um, dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I've had dreams of like starting troll accounts and just like <laughs> dropping my knowledge everywhere. But I don't want people to know it's me. <laughs> Listen, and this is this is this is for you in the future, Tiff, and yeah, everybody else it. in the. In the world, all all three of our listeners, um, there has never been an incident on Earth documented where somebody changed their mind because you started arguing with them on the internet. It I just, know it just won't happen. But sometimes there are days, aren't there? Days that you wake up and you just want to be heard. 
oh no, there are days I wake up and I just want to be violent. Yeah. Like there are days that I wake up and I just want to tell everybody you are so fucking stupid. I don't care if you hear me. I want you to feel me. Yeah. You are so fucking stupid. That's right. Yeah. That is like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like those are, those are some of the things that I, okay. I think we had this on a podcast. Did we, I don't know if we, we did on our marriage podcast, Mm -hmm. which you should have listened to by now. Yep. We talked about a Twitter thread right. where I actually did comment because I was just like, this is the most ignorant thing that you're putting out there. And you're st- like, wait, wait, refresh my memory. This was the one about should we send thank you cards? Oh, girl. After we get a wedding present. And it was like, my life is too hard. I can't believe you would expect me to say thank you for a gift. If you really were giving a gift, you wouldn't expect anything in return. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is the hill you're going to die on. Like, you're going to die tomorrow, and that's going to be your last tweet. I didn't want to send thank you cards. That, that's it. That's it. That's what you're telling the world. Well, okay. Okay. Let's, okay. So, perhaps she was being self-aware and said, why am I doing this? Right? Why? Who told me I have to do this? If it's not important to me, then why am I, why am I investing time in this? I was being, I was being facetious. <laughs> Your face. My face right now. And I'm like, okay, I have to answer this. <laughs> no, because. No, but okay. Okay. Let's, okay. For, for the sake of argument. Right. Let's say that she was being self-aware. Uh-huh. Okay. From that, the awareness that she should have is that I need to work on gratitude. Right. If I am really saying it is too hard for me to do this mm-hmm. after all, these people did all of this for me, like that, that's what self-awareness is. Self-awareness is, is taking moments like that uh-huh. and dissecting them and asking yourself the question, how can I be better? Ooh. You know what I think, though, Tiff? I think now more, more so than ever, I am seeing people people conflate um self-awareness and self-involvedness a lot it's very confusing it is yeah because to me that was very self-involved what you know the twitter very self-involved very self-involved and instead of looking at the situation and being like you know what it is inconvenient but i'm sure it was inconvenient for these people to go out and buy a hundred dollar dress and buy me a gift and make sure their hair looked decent and find a babysitter. And my husband had to pull his suit out the closet because nobody's gone anywhere like in the last three years. Right. So, you know, instead of saying, wow, they put in that much effort, I can just, I can take five minutes to handwrite a note. She found out that this, this is a violation of my boundaries. I have to be very protective of my time. Right. And this is stressful and That's self-involvement. That's self-involvement. And I think that that's what's happening in our world is that you think that it's self-awareness, but it's not because self-awareness will lead to change. Right. Self-awareness is going to lead you to be a better person. Mm. Yeah. And including boundaries. Including boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. But I think um, those people who are aware of that, even on a subconscious level, and don't are the type of people I call they're they're married to the mess. Yeah, they're married to their mess. We talked about this the other day. Yeah, those people who are aware of their toxicity, those people who are aware. Okay, no, let me rewind that. I won't say that they're aware of their toxicity. They're aware of how they're impacting people, right? But they they also know that being self aware and doing the work and being reflective would a be a lot of work Mm -hmm. b be uncomfortable and c may lead to them having to apologize or change or what have you right and that's a lot of work so we choose to stay blissfully ignorant Mm -hmm. and say shit like you know i can't i can't help how you take it you know i call it like it is so because that's who i am right so if you react like that you just mad at the truth Mm -hmm. you're not mad at me those are those type of people right. or those people who are just like, 
I don't understand why you're so upset. I never meant to hurt anybody. This is so unfair to me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think there's stages of that, right? And yeah. I think it starts with kids. Mm-hmm. Kids are blissfully unaware. Right. Kids do not have the capacity for s- the process of self-awareness. Self-awareness right. isn't, isn't a thing. It's a verb. It's a process. It's right. something that you go through. And they learn that as they grow. They learn how to use their little chubby fingers and they learn how to do all of these things that's a self-awareness. I am capable. Right. I am capable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, kids don't have abstract thinking skills until they're about eight or nine, meaning they can't see what's behind the curtain. So they can't think into the future. Right. That's why a lot of times if a kid's under the age of eight or nine, like you have to give them tasks to do one by one. Because if you say, go clean your room, that's a big task. Right. And I can't think abstractly enough to know what all the moving parts of that is. But if you tell me, go pick up my shoes, I can pick up my shoes. You know, it's like, go pick up your shoes. And when you come (laughs) back, when you're done with that, come back to me and I'll tell you the next thing you have to do. Like, (laughs) lesson learned. You're there, right? I told told my boys earlier this week, I go in the room, it smells like a barnyard in there. Like, you know. Forever. Oh, my God. It's going to smell like that forever. It's insane. Well, you know, and it was a Sunday afternoon, so we're talking about like nonstop gaming right. from Friday afternoon to so it, you know what it smelled yeah. like. So I'm just like, hey guys, we're not starting the week this way. Games off, TV off. We're gonna spend an hour cleaning our room, and I left it at that because normally I itemize what they have to do, mm-hmm. but I figured we do this so often, we're beyond that. I go back in. Fifteen minutes later, the room is the same. Immaculate, actually. What? Immaculate, Tiff. I was like, who are you, children? What did you do? And then something said, check the closet. Check the closet. (laughs) Look under the bed. (laughs) Check the drawers. So I opened their nightstand drawer, Mm -hmm. and inside is... (laughs) <laughs> piles of goldfish that my they, babies goldfish soda cans they're so smart juice boxes <laughs> all of the plugs and wires for the games are under the i opened their closet i couldn't open their closet i couldn't even get the door i was like <laughs> and i was like eh. so I just but let you know. that was their version of cleaning the room to them, a clean room is a room that is clear of clutter and trash. And so they cleared the room of clutter and trash. Right. They yeah. just didn't do it your way. They didn't do it my way. They didn't do it the normal person's way. <laughs> my babies. Yes, my, my babies. babies. their hearts. Yeah. So it starts there, right? Just mm-hmm. that to them, that was... They had no awareness that that was not the right way to do it. They just did it their way. Right. And so self-awareness continues to grow with kids. Mm -hmm. It is something that we need in our lives. And when we don't have it, it can be a very manipulative tool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The lack of self-awareness is manipulative. Yes. It is literally... To me, uh, an adult living without self-awareness is like driving a car with zero insurance. Mm. And you're a shit driver. Yeah. And every time you crash into somebody, every time you destroy someone else's property, you just go, you got insurance. Why don't you pay for it? Yeah. Right. You're just out here causing these messes, causing this trauma and just saying, that's your problem, not mine. Mm -hmm. Because I sleep like a baby at night. I think, though, that self-awareness is um, the lack of it, too, can be a protective measure, like a way that people self-protect. Mm-hmm. And because they've always done it that way, like, I just, I refuse to look inward. All right. Um, I think that there are certain, like, sects of people and generations of people. Mm-hmm. That tend to lack self-awareness. Do you know any, Tiff? Do you know a generation of people that notoriously lack the ability to look inwardly? And by the way, I make a lot of general statements. Yeah. I mean it. (laughs) 
I wish somebody would be like, it's not all. It's just some. No shit. I mean it. (laughs) I find that the entire boomer generation (laughs) tends to struggle with self-awareness. But I think it's because they weren't raised to be self-aware. Right. I think our children are being raised to be too self-aware. Absolutely. Right. So it's the pendulum has completely swung the opposite direction. Right. I think that that whole boomer generation was raised to get married, have careers, to do, 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 do. Right. And now we're raising kids to, well, you have to be yourself. Right. And you have to be, and you have to know how you feel. And right. how do you feel about popcorn? And how do you feel about, you know, so the pendulum is swung the absolute opposite direction. Right. As it does. As it does. And like, because it went from boomers to kids, like we're kind of in the middle, so we're perfect. Right. And our opinions are right. And we're completely self-aware. And if you're listening, and you we agree. And we aren't veg- <laughs> vegans and we don't do CrossFit. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like the pendulum has swung way too because I am a millennial, mm-hmm. an elder millennial, I guess, mm-hmm. that was raised by boomers. And I mean, they are boomers. Mm-hmm. You know. I love them, but they are boomers. Right. And so I grew up most of my life being told, like, so what? So what? Suck it up. So what? Suck it up. So what? Suck it up. Build a bridge and get over it. Build a bridge and get over it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's incredibly dismissive. Sure. And you don't feel validated. Mm-hmm. So then <clears throat> when I had kids, my 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 beautiful Gen Alpha children, um, I was like, I'm going to let them know that their hearts and minds matter. Until I had a six-year-old who had a front tooth hanging out of his mouth for a week. <laughs> and we're having discussions about consent <laughs> and how how <laughs> mommy trying to take the tooth out of his mouth. How violates it, his consent. It violates him. And then I said, <laughs> maybe we, we, we did a bit too much course correction. <laughs> Overcorrect, overcorrect. Let me tell you though, <laughs> next time that kid's tooth falls out in Medina Valley, uh-huh. I'm snatching that shit out. <laughs> With his consent, of course. With his consent, of course. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, it swings the opposite direction, but I, I don't know. Do you think that um, – the lack of self-awareness or being too self-aware, like who does that affect in people's lives? Everyone. Everyone, literally. Like, <clears throat> obviously, like the the big ones, right? Like your your relationship with your spouse, the relationship with your family, your children, your friends, right? But we're really not thinking about what it's like to work with a boss that's not self-aware, mm-hmm. right? Um Especially when you're in a place like the military where really Mm. your job is your life and it becomes your personality. Everybody, anybody who's in the service, it was your personality, even if it was for a short time. You know what I mean? And so when you have a supervisor or a boss that's not self-aware, how how easily it is to internalize that. And even if you don't internalize it, even if you're a really well-adjusted, healthy person with good self-esteem and you're really self-aware it becomes a burden to carry somebody else's ignorance yeah you know what i mean yeah because then you have to contort and be the flexible one to make room for that level of ignorance Uh, right i guess you know what i mean yeah so it affects everything you know imagine having a teacher that wasn't self-aware imagine being pulled over by a cop that's not self-aware we have seen the effects of that thank you you know what i mean so or even yes yeah it's everything it really does affect everything it's driving without it's driving a a car without without insurance yeah right i think that we're we are a country that's not (laughs) self-aware we're an entire government that has no self-awareness i i'd say we're an entire world yeah you know I don't even, I don't, I I guess the internet has kind of shifted the way I see the world. I don't Mm -hmm. really see, you know, America and, you know, Germany or Europe or whatever. I just, I feel like we're all 
a part of the zeitgeist now. Like mm-hmm. we're all in on the joke. We're all sharing things in real time. The internet right. has has made the distance so small. Which is so different because I'm I am the first generation I am the first generation born without this technology mm-hmm. and has had to learn it and live by it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kids now they're born they don't they don't know any different. Right. Right. I was talking to a Cody's girlfriend last night, Allie. Hi, Allie. <laughs> um, and she was talking about how she was born or she was only two, I think she said, or three when 9-11 happened. So she doesn't remember life before 9-11. And I, we have memories of that. Right. We know what this world was like before 9-11. Right. We know what America was like. Right. And it was very different. Yeah. It was very different. Yeah. And... Um, I had a point. <laughs> I swear to well, you, talking you about, I had a well, point. Because you were talking about how, like, you're the first generation that had to learn the technology right. and that so, you live by now. Right. And so our awareness was very, growing up, it was very, I think there's a difference, too, between awareness and worldview, right? Mm-hmm. So your world, my, our worldview was very narrow. It was, there were still clothes and cars, like, made in America. Right. Like it was the made in America was a big thing. And it was like, you know, Cody and uh, I mean, Zachary and his friend Daniel have a little company, Zeth Classic. Check it out on Instagram. It's a, a vintage company. Shout what, out to shout Zach out, and Daniel. Shout out. Um, but they go to swap meets and flea markets and they say anything that any piece of clothing that you purchase that right. has made in America on it is vintage because it was before 1992 or something wow. like that. Like automatically, if you find something that says made in America, because most clothing is not made in America anymore. Right. So it's just interesting to me how each generation has a different worldview and self-awareness perspective. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I knew it was time for me to get out of the Air Force or the military when <laughs> the majority of the people that were I was working with and uh, the ones that outranked me all couldn't tell me where they were when 9-11 happened. Uh, and I was like, it. time to go. <laughs> no self-awareness. <laughs> time to get out. Oh, I'm very self-aware. <laughs> it's time for my ass to go. You are, but they weren't. <laughs> No self awareness for you guys. No, yeah. I, I, but yeah. I, I remember being like, "Oh my god, yeah." I was. It was ninth grade. I was. Um, no, it was tenth grade. It was the beginning of tenth grade, and I was leaving my English class. And everybody knew me as like you know the girl who was from New York. Yeah. So you know, guys were in the hallway like, "Oh, some crazy shit just happened in New York," and I was like, "Let me go check that out. Let me go see what's happening." And I'll never forget yeah. that was that was life changing. The rest mm-hmm. of the school school the entire day was just us sitting around a TV crying. Yes. And in the cafeteria, it was just quiet, yeah. and we all were just and we were in Florida. Yeah. And it's because it wasn't about a plane hitting a building. It was, right. a, I think it was because instinctually we all knew everything is going to change. Everything is going to change. Our entire world will never be the same again. Right. It's like, it's like um, them taking the, that veil of safety away. Mm-hmm. Right. We just felt like we were safe and we realized. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. And I think that that's what self-awareness is about. It's about safety. Ooh. It's about... All right. I'll, I'll we can be safer people mm-hmm. the more we know who we are. I love you. <laughs> we can be safer in our relationships. Yeah. If, if I know how I'm going to respond to you, I know I'm an empathetic person. Right. I know I'm a compassionate person. I know I'm a good listener. Right. I also know I like to talk. Right. So like all of these things, I can create a sense of safety for myself if I'm aware of who I am. Right. Right. I'll do you one better. Ooh. It creates a sense of safety for others. Yeah. Who who don't have the ability to be self-aware. Like I know we talked about 
the boss or the police officer that's not self-aware and what how that could be a burden but there are sometimes we should bear that burden ourselves yeah i think of um my me uh, this past week um my son jonathan my middle child he's eight and shout out to the middle children (laughs) cody jonathan (laughs) tiffany oh i don't know what i am I'm all of the things. Yeah, you're. We'll do it. We'll do a birth order show you're, one day. Uh, you're. Uh, what is that? It's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> something went wrong. Something. Oops. Something went wrong. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. But no, Jonathan was acting totally characteristically of an eight-year-old boy who didn't want to go to school, mm-hmm. and the bus was coming, and. That's it. Yeah. It was early. He was dragging his feet. He was, and um, the bus pulls up outside, and he's still putting his shoes on after I've been lecturing and lecturing and lecturing, right? And I exploded on him, Tiff. I did. I I I don't curse at my kids. My kids hear me curse, but I don't yeah. curse at them. I sure. cursed at him, which was a first for me. And then I had, you know, I made him cry. Mm. It, I cried the entire day knowing I made him cry. Yeah. But from that, I really had to reconcile the fact that, you know what? I should have been more self-aware. I yeah. woke up that morning. I had so much on my to-do list for that day that I woke up in a shitty mood because mm-hmm. I knew that I would be anxious about getting it done, getting producing all the stuff that I had to do today. And then... You know, it was it was a perfect storm of, you know, my hormones were sure. like I just I wasn't aware in the moment and I I put the burden on him. Right. Right. Knowing he's not self aware. He's not self aware, <laughs> right? You are. Right. So he's not self aware enough to go, hmm. It I didn't do like- anything wrong, right? But it seems like mommy might be having a bad morning. Right. <laughs> he didn't he didn't John didn't John is my middle child. John didn't look at the situation and go, you know what? Mom's tripping. I need to give her some space because she's probably got some shit to deal with. John said, I'm a bad kid because mm-hmm. I don't have the self-awareness to know that I'm an amazing kid. Mm-hmm. And my mom is so lucky to have me. He just saw mom is mad. I must be a bad kid. Mm-hmm. Girl, that broke my heart. Yeah. I mean, I was on Reddit, like on the parenting subs, like, fix me, guys. I suck. I'm the worst mom. I've ruined him forever. No, and I mean, you know, I've apologized and, you know, I, 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 I'm doing my best to be mindful and be self-aware. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean when I say, you know, sometimes being self-aware is owning your shit and it holding is. your own burden hey and shout out to you for apologizing to your child oh absolutely do you know how many parents would not apologize to their children yes yes i am painfully <laughs> aware of p- parents not apologizing to children i think that is it lacks so much self-awareness when you can't even do that yeah because i can't imagine the type of burdens some people are walking around with just because they their didn't. parents wouldn't say I'm sorry because their parents wouldn't say I'm sorry for being human for being human it's not even for being an asshole it's just for being human just do you remember the first time that you ever saw like your teacher outside of the school I do do you I do it was Senora Olivera <laughs> I saw her in Muy a public bien. shout out to Senora Olivera <laughs> I I shout lit- out to Publix and your fried chicken <sighs> Publix sponsor us let me tell you so Senora Olivera was the sweetest we called her rubia right because she i mean she was blonder than you she was yeah 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 she was really cool but i failed her class not because i couldn't speak spanish but um (laughs) you're like oh by the way i failed her class i failed oh uh i was a terrible student in high school really yeah terrible i i I didn't know i was graduating until like the day of the day before (laughs) and i had to like move boxes for my teacher mr thurman my math teacher like he had me bless his heart he really did his best i was just hopeless to make you watch it walk that stage huh i smart though i promise (laughs) y'all I read good. School ain't for school ain't for everybody, right? It really isn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but, but yeah, um, you saw her at public. I saw her at public. Was it weird? It was very weird. It was very weird because I was with my mom, and I knew. I knew she held it down. She she held that burden for me. She did because I was not shout out, Senora, because <laughs> she could. 
Do you know why I failed her class? You don't. I'm going to tell you. <clears throat> Do you know what Tonk is? No. Okay. So Tonk is a card game that we oh, play. Oh, yeah. I know what Tonk is. Yeah. yeah. Tonk is a card uh-huh. game. We play it all the time. I think it's the kind of like Jim Run- yeah. Rummy or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I know what Tonk is. Yeah. <clears throat> I played that game to the point where, and played for money, um, to the of point. Of course w- you did. Of course I did. I had like a gambling ring in the back of her classroom. <laughs> So I'd we'd be That's supposed to be doing work. I'm so proud. <laughs> no, and like dudes would be coming out like, "Yo, y'all trying to play?" I'd be like, "Come to the back, <laughs> fifty dollar buy-in." <laughs> I'm gonna be back there losing all sorts of money, and that is why I failed her That's class. So funny. Yeah. Maybe if you would have spoke Spanish in your gambling ring, she would have passed you. It's muy divertido. <laughs> So, side note, we're going on a rabbit trail right now, but um, one day Alyssa came home when she was in high school and told me that they were piercing belly buttons in the back of her school. Nice. The back of her class. Nice. Yeah, the girls were getting their belly buttons pierced. You want to know how I failed art? How did you feel art, Fallon? Well, so I had this book. It's not because you lack creativity. Oh, no. Yeah. It's probably all of my problems. My creativity (laughs) gets in the way of everything I'm trying to do. So um, I had this book of Mandarin and stuff like that. And I was trying to like learn how to write. And um, this is back when like the Chinese letter tattoos. Yeah. So people were like, dang, you know how to do that? Dang. So people would come and I had like, I had a set of Sharpie markers and I was giving everybody in middle school fake tattoos. (laughs) I had everybody in the school with the with the with the shrimp fried rice going straight down the arm like bam and that's what it said too <laughs> i i was like putting sexy mugu guy pan <laughs> okay last rabbit hole i promise i used to okay so after i got out of the navy mm-hmm. i uh moved back to new jersey to my husband's hometown in newark and i worked at the upscale short hills mall which is like in the same town that chris christie grew up in like very very elite a lot of the jewelers in new york own houses up okay there. so i worked in the designer shoe department so you know jimmy Chu, chanel you name it nice. very upscale and i worked with a woman named Wei Lu. she was hilarious and um, her English wasn't so good, but we, 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 you vibed, we vibed over food. That's right. what we vibed. So she would make traditional Chinese meals and bring them into work. And we would just try them and stuff. And one day she goes, so what's your favorite Chinese meal? And I was like, oh, I love Mugu Gai Pen. And she said, what's that? That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> that's, she said, that's not Chinese. That's not Chinese. <laughs> so there you go. You're like lemon chicken. <laughs> Lemon pepper wings with a freeze cup. (laughs) Sorry, I can't. I can't help myself. Okay, so sweet and sour pork. I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm gonna. I'm gonna gonna be the grown up. Were you gonna be? Why do you have to be so self aware and have boundaries? (sighs) Somebody has to, (laughs) Tiffany. (laughs) Right, because we have to give them substance. We have to give you guys substance. If you. You know, that that's what it is. We'll start pushing out more of the content of us just making five-year-old jokes Mugu for an guy, hour. Mugu guy pan. <laughs> what hey, is, Tiff, what's that book in your hey, lap? what's that book in your lap? No, and just talking earlier, when we were talking earlier about uh, self-awareness and how the lack of it can be used mm-hmm. as a manipulative tool. This is a book I've been reading. It's um, The 48 Laws of Power. It's like a national bestseller. All the prisoners are reading it <laughs> <laughs> so that they can shout out prisoners. But so that Shout they, out Love After Lockup. Yeah. <laughs> so it is my guilty can, pleasure right now. So they can uh, strengthen their... Um, mafia okay (laughs) they can strengthen no this is serious it's serious this is a book that is super popular in prison oh no 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 i i I, okay i'm just thinking like the amount of people in the actual mafia that are in jail are non-existent because oh yeah true facts you gonna die before you go to jail if you mess with them yeah true facts true facts shout out to the sopranos that it just kills me though because if criminals were self-aware to know that they could use 
their giftedness for good and not evil. Like drug dealing cartels are the smartest businessmen Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. And if they could use it for good and not evil. Like, what if they were running a nonprofit instead of selling heroin? Right. But I think I I know it's all money and power driven, but you know what I'm saying? But you're working under the assumption that self-awareness breeds positive change. Some people are exactly aware of what they're doing and they don't give a shit. They don't care. Yeah. Michael always says that. He says there are people that wake up every morning and want to do bad things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not out of lack of self-awareness. They they wake up in the morning right? wanting to do bad things. What 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 did what did Alfred say to ba- uh, Batman to Bruce Wayne? So- I would have no idea. Go ahead. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. <laughs> Let me tell you. Tell me. Some people just want to watch the world burn. True statement. It's just pretty to them. Yeah. So he I didn't have, say that, but I, I have the Eminem song in my head. I'm gonna stand here and watch you burn. But right, some uh, yeah. people, some people are aware that they're hurting you and they want to, and that's a different show. That's yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> but, yeah, that's right. true. But I think it is the people who choose not to be self-aware, as if being naive would somehow absolve them, right, and that's, from the damage that they're causing, right. And that's what. That's what in this book and this is just the preface mm-hmm. preface preface we have problems with pronunciation on this podcast problems um, or promotion <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all want to hear this podcast these two dumb bitches that can't say nothing right <laughs> what's her name Florence Pug Pugky Pug impressed or influenced <laughs> advice you- or advice <laughs> So apparently this is law 21, which I haven't actually read the law. This is just like the summary of it. And law 21 is seem dumber than your mark. Ooh. And so, but um, it says that even the genuine naive people are not free of the snares of power. It says children may be naive in many ways, but they often act from an elemental need to gain control over those around them, which is what we said earlier. Right. Children suffer greatly from feeling powerless in the adult world and they use any means available to get their way. It says genuinely innocent people may still be playing for power and are horribly effective at the game. And this was the part that jumped out at me since Mm -hmm. they are not hindered by reflection. Mm. Right. Once again, those who make a show of of make a show or display of innocence are the least innocent of all. But I think that that statement, they are not hindered by reflection is like huge in talking about self-awareness that reflection does require sacrifice it's a hindrance it's a hindrance right i wish i could just be living out here doing whatever the fork i want Mm -hmm. the reality is is i can't because i reflect and i'm self-aware and i understand that these things impact people right and so it does tie my hands because i would love to be a villain i really would yeah um Sometimes I feel like I'm owed my villain arc, but oh wait, is that me whispering again? No, no, no. You just got really close. We're trying not to whisper. We're learning, guys. This is this is you're you're watching us learn in real time. Yeah, this is like like um maybe I have to put it on do not disturb for like two hours <laughs> instead of one. Instead of one, yeah. There's a lot of little little nuances that we're learning. Yeah, and I'm glad that you guys are here with us and that you're willing to learn with us. Right. Um, and we talked about that before we even started how this podcast Mm -hmm. was supposed to be two crazy ass friends slash cousins who Michael gets so mad when I call you my friend. Why? Because he's like, she's your cousin. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, but she's like, I'll be like, yeah, my best friend Fallon. She's like, he's like, you mean your cousin? And I'm like, well, I think it's weird because... Like, I grew up in, in this environment that, um, you know, because Michael and I are cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, we come from similar everything. Right. Um, and so there's, like, this idea that family, nothing goes over family. Family right. before everything. And I still hold that very, very near and dear to my heart. But it was almost this assumption that you have to like your family. Yeah. And then you get older and you're just like, 
boy, if we weren't related, I would never deal with you. Right. So I think there is a distinction between saying we're related. So we have to deal with each other, but I still choose to deal with you. Yeah, you're my friend. And that's why I always call you that first, because you're a choice. Right. You're a want to, not a have to. Right. Right. Like It's not like, oh, God, we have to go over there again. Yes. Like, right. No, you're not an obligation girl. No. Thanks, Thanks, Bill. That's why I run to you. When I see you, I run to you. I'm like, save me from myself. But we thought, hey, man, we're hilarious. We should get some microphones. We would be out in public and people would be like, people would be like, oh, my God, you guys are so funny. Or we'd be having lunch or something and people would walk by our table and be like, y'all are so cute. Or like whatever that is. Fallon's very popular. Apparently. And with Target.com. <laughs> as it should be. And so we were like, hey, we should start, like, just in passing. Right. I was like, girl, we should start a podcast. And then I will never forget the day you texted me and you were like, what would it look like if we actually started a podcast? Mm-hmm. And so we thought, we'll just get a couple microphones. Yeah, why not? NBD. Right? <laughs> right? NBD. This will be easy. Everybody does it. Everybody does it because the internet never lies. Yeah. It's so easy. Mm -hmm. Five easy steps to starting your podcast. By the way, guys, we're incredibly humble too. Like (laughs) probably the most down to earth people you'll ever meet. Self-awareness 101. Boy, let me tell you. There's this old country song when I was growing up and it was like, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. There's a truth to that. Right? It is. It's really hard when you're perfect in every way. But we thought, hey, this is going to be so easy. Like, we're just going to pop, just going to buy a, we're just going to buy a microphone and, and just get on it and just be funny. And boy. Yeah. Did we learn this started our birth, our birth date of our podcast is October 1st. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, um. We're just now releasing our first episode <laughs> next week. But we've been working on it diligently. Yes, we have. Weekly. Right. Like but sometimes it's just been one day a week, but then there have been times where we've like met like three or four times in one week. Yeah. So, like a full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. But my, you know, my whole thought is as we're wrapping this up, like my whole thought is, is that like this entire thing that was supposed to be like this simple jump on a microphone and just say funny things and be funny and... <laughs> haha we're so cute and like has turned into a project of self-awareness oh yeah our baby this is our baby that is is just just showing us so much of who we are yeah like what we're capable of what we're where our weaknesses are like how to strengthen our friendship how to set even stronger boundaries like how absolutely ridiculous we get when we talk too long yeah you know just like all of these things right and so there are situations that we're put in into our lives that force us into self-awareness right and i guess my encouragement to everybody listening would be um don't be afraid to try the new thing that's going to push you into learning more about yourself right don't be afraid to ask that why question like why am I here? Right. Why am I this type of mother? Why am I this type of wife? Why am I, why do I not want to get married? Right. It's okay. All of those things are okay. But the self-awareness starts with really just taking the time to look inwardly mm-hmm. and using that to affect change. Right. If you had something, a piece of unsolicited advice to throw out there to people as they're on their self-awareness journey, like what what would you tell people? What would you say to people? What would you say to everybody out there who's listening to us? Um, oh, that's a hard one. If I had a piece of advice for people who are becoming self-aware, mm-hmm. um, I think honestly, I'm thinking back to um, our discussion on our last podcast when we talked about grace and mercy Mm. it is so important to show yourself both grace and mercy right because in self-reflection you may find that's good you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that like oh god you know i was a real 
it's embarrassing sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. When you go back and you look at who you are and it's like super cringy and sometimes it is um, devastating. Sure. You know, certain things we do, we can't take back. Certain ways we hurt people. There aren't sorries that will cover the pain. Especially when we surprise ourselves by doing hurtful or hurtful hurtful things. Yeah. Um, I think grace and mercy. Yeah. Grace and mercy is is important, one, because um, you deserve it. Mm -hmm. But two, I think giving yourself the grace and mercy is what stops you from not doing it again. Mm. You know what I mean? You you become self-aware and then you're just like, oh, God, this feels wrong. This changes. It will change your relationships. It will change your perspective. It will change your life. Sometimes you're not ready for all that. Mm -hmm. But I think giving yourself grace and mercy allows you to continue to go through and do the work without turning back. Mm. You know? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. I like you. I like you, too. (laughs) I like you, too. So if you see your teacher out at Publix, make sure you say hi because she's a human being. That was my whole point of asking you that question, and we went. We ended up on Mugugai <laughs> Pan, but my whole point was that you know it's like your parents, your teachers, like mm-hmm. people in your life that you forget who are human, right? Right, and so extending that grace and mercy to yourself and to others as they're on their own self awareness journey, absolutely. Um, and to all of you who are self involved <laughs> instead of self aware, fork you. <laughs> time to make that shift. Get some get some insurance. <laughs> All right, we love y'all. We love you guys. You got to go get them kids. Bye. Bye.